Did everyone say release the animals? Release the animals. Now, there's some Bibles on your table. If you want a Bible, I encourage you to grab one. Can everyone say Matthew? Everyone say Matthew. Everybody say Matthew like you mean it. Matthew, there we go. Can everyone say Matthew chapter 7? So you grab a Bible, go to Matthew chapter 7. They're on your on the Bible. So Matthew 27. And so at One Youth, we like to take notes, yes? Yes, we love to take notes. So I encourage you to get out your notepad, get out your four-colored pen, Alana, and take some notes. So if you're taking notes, say release the animals. Release the animals. So we're going to write that down. That's a title. And I'm just going to preach briefly on release the animals. Who believes God wants to speak to us? I believe that. So we're going to read Matthew chapter 7. Everyone's there. And we're going to go to verse 24. So Matthew 7, verse 24, it says this, building on a solid foundation. Anyone, everyone say anyone. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. This is Jesus speaking. Like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Everyone say solid rock. Not Dwayne Johnson, but a solid rock. 25, though the rains come. Everyone says say that, though the rains come. Tell the bum the person next to you and say, the rains are coming. The rains are coming. Who remembers the TV ad when some guy was eating corn on the TV and he goes like they're eating the corn and then he goes back into the house. The rains are here because the corn is really juicy. No, no, I remember that TV ad. Google it, YouTube one day. Though the rains come in torrents, and the floodwaters rise, and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse because it was built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand, when the rains and floods come and the winds beat against the house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Everyone do a mighty crash. Mighty crash. Now, I I like to say something, and hopefully I can articulate it in a way that it makes sense to you, but repeat it after me. Don't live under a rock. Live on the rock. So we'll say it again. Don't live under a rock. Live on the rock. So the faith life, being a Christian, is not about um, living under a rock. It is about living on the rock. So what I mean by that is sometimes we, we live a Christian life under the rock. So we go, um, uh, we think being a Christian is about not stuffing up, not sinning, not making mistakes. But it's, the faith life is not about what we don't, it's about what we do. So an example is um, we, can, we can think of Christianity being, oh, it's a list of do's and don'ts. We can't do this. We can't do that. We can't do this. We can't do that. But, um, and, and who's heard of the word holiness? Who's heard of the word purity? So we hear things like that in Christianity and go, oh, we've got to be holy. We've we got to be pure. Now, do we need to be those things? Yes, but that's not the aim. And, and so sometimes we can live under this shelter. Oh, well, Jesus, so I can't, I can't do anything. Oh, Jesus, oh, I'm covering myself in this bubble of the Jesus rock that I, I can't do anything. But that's not quite the full picture of Christianity. We've got to put ourselves on top of the rock that helps us be bold and stand and actually do something in our life. So Christianity is not about how do we cover ourselves to go, oh, we're, not, we're going to be this pure, humble, um, holy person. But it's about going, no, we're going to live on the rock and have a bold personality, have a character. We go, God, you're going to use my life to make a difference in this world. So it's not about living under a rock and going, we don't do anything wrong. It's about going, no, we're going to stand on a rock and we're going to actually do something for God because he has the calling 
on our life. So um, live on the rock, build your life upon Jesus. It's about what, it's not about what you don't, it's about what you do. Last week I preached about the perhaps moments, who remembers that? And we saw Jonathan and his armor bearer go, you know what, why don't, why don't we go over there and perhaps God is going to do a victory in our life. And that's what living on the rock does. We go, God, we've heard your voice. We're building upon you. And perhaps we're going to step out. We're going to pray. We're going to believe God to do an, something amazing in my life. And that's what living on the rock is. We go, Jesus, you're the rock. We live on you. We live by what you tell us. And then we're going to do something. We're not just going to be sheltered back and go, Oh, I can't watch this movie. Oh, I can't do this. I can't. It's not about what we don't do. It's about Jesus. What are you telling me to do? Living on the rock and stepping out and having faith. Everyone agree with that? So everyone say, Jeremiah 7.24. If you know this one, youth, say it with me. God speaking, my people would not listen to me. They kept doing whatever they wanted. They are following the stubborn desires of their evil hearts. They went, what? Backwards instead of forwards. Now that Bible verse shakes and rockets my world because if we simply listen to Jesus, if we live on the rock, we will go forwards, not backwards. Who here in, from one up, who's in year six? Obviously all of you. Now, do, have you ever been in year six Then the next year, are you going to go to year five next year? No, of course you're not. You're going to go to year seven because you go forwards in life. Do you agree with me? Next year, you're going to go in year seven, start coming to youth because you're going forwards. No one does school and go, all right, I'm in year 12. Next year, I'm going to go to year 11. We don't do that. We go forwards. We don't go backwards. And so we're going to be people, we don't live under the rock of Jesus and go, I'm going to live this um, meek life where I don't do anything because of Jesus. No, no. We live on the rock and go, God, we're going to step out and we're going to go forwards and we're going to take ground for the kingdom of God and believe Jesus can use us to make a difference. Who agrees with that? And so we read before, storms will come. Tell the person next to you, storms will come. Storms will come. And so storms in life can be things like your parents split up. A storm could be you have to move town. You you move away from friends. A storm could be you move school. A storm could be a close family friend dies, your grandparent, your parent. These are storms in life. It doesn't make sense. We don't know why it happens and it hurts. Who's ever had a moment in your life where you go, this just sucks. This doesn't make sense. This, I don't get why this happens. Um, you, you could get bullied. Getting bullied sucks. Who wants that? Who wants that storm? No one wants that storm. But as we read before, when we listen to God's teaching, that the storms are going to come. So whether you're listening to God or not, you're going to get, you might get bullied. Your, your parents may get divorced. These things, we don't like it. But what happens is, are we living on the rock when Jesus, when that storm comes, it either crushes us and derails us or it goes, you know what? We go, God, we're going to use this to build. And despite this tragedy, we're going to step out and do something. Who's heard of a guy called Stephen Furtick? So I heard a message from him yesterday and he said this, uh, does your chains break your praise or does your praise break your chains? I'm going to say that again. Does your chains break your praise or does your praise break your chains? And he's talking about a, bo- a bit in the Bible if Paul and Silas are in prison and they go, you know what, we're in chains, but our praise is going to break our chains. We're not going to let these chains break our praise. And I, I want to put the-, the question to us is that do our storms break at our perhaps moments or does our perhaps moments break our storms does living on jesus the rock go you know what we're going to stand or does a storm go you know what no we're going to make you sit down what what this what determines does our standing determine the storm or does our storm determine our standing and if you're taking notes you gotta write that down does my standing determine the storm or does the storm determine my standing and we've got to go god help us 
break our, the chains of our praise, don't let the chains break our praise. And so when you live under the rock, when you're living in a Jesus bubble, you know what? You will get offended. You'll, you'll live in depression. You'll live in fear. Um, and, but you, you may not be sinning, but you're not living out God's plan. And so we're going to go, God, we're going to stand on the rock. We're going to believe in you, Jesus, that we're going to not just uh, uh, get offended, but we're going to go, God, we, we believe so much greater that we can have a positive influence in this community, that we can be a politician, we can be a business owner, we can be a school, um, S, what they call a student representative council, whatever that is. We, we can be the, the head prefect and we're going to make a difference to see our school bullying eradicated. We can see gossip eradicated because God can use us to do that. Who agrees with that? So uh, one youth, and so I encourage you, live on the rock because when the, when the storm comes, you will stand and when the storm consumes everybody else around you, um, you are going to be the person that levels up because you're listening to Jesus. And so you've got to level up. So one youth is not a building. One youth is the people. One heart church is the people. And we are a community that are mature believers. And so can I encourage you to commit to the word of God and listen. When, and we will go forwards, not backwards. Can everyone say Genesis? Genesis chapter 6, and uh, I'm going to quickly read a few verses from Genesis 6 and 7, then we're going to, then we're going to finish up. So Genesis 6.20 says this. Pears, everyone say pears. Apples. Of every kind of bird, every kind of animal, and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. Now, who's heard of Noah's Ark? If you haven't, there was a, uh, there was a boat because there was a storm coming and all the animals in pairs had to come to the ark to be saved from the storm, right? Then verses 7, and we're going to read 17 to 21. It says this, For 40 days the flood waters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Everyone say safely. On the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks. All the living animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people, even. Alright, um, so I read all that. So, what we see there, there's this, this boat with all the animals, there's birds, there's the ones that scurry along the ground, all were in this boat safely amongst the storm. And then it also says there that. Everything else was wiped out. All people, all animals were dead in the flood. Uh, that sounds pretty sucky, but um, everything gets wiped out but those that were in the ark. And so I want to make the parallel that the ark is like one youth. The ark is like church. It's a place where you can go for safety when everyone else, when their parents are getting divorced, that they, they get, they, it crushes them. Will we going to be a place where we're going we're to commit to youth? Not because youth anything special, but because it's a place where Jesus speaks to us that we can level up and go forward in life where that person's parents get divorced, they're crushed. We go, you know what? No, we don't live in depression. Yes, this doesn't make sense, but we can still do something for Jesus in my life. I can still do something for Jesus in my everyday walk, in school, in sport. I can make change. Who believes that can happen for them? And so then in Genesis 8, 15, uh, it says this, God said to Noah, everyone say, God said, God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you. And then if we go down to verse 17, it says this, release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, so they can what? Be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. And so we see that there's all different kinds of animals, elephants, mice, uh, dogs, cats, any animal you can think of, giraffe, uh, uh 
hippopotamus, platypus, all of the animals that you could think of were in the ark. But you know what? They all had one thing in common. Who knows a giraffe and a dog is not the same. But a giraffe and a dog were the same in that they've put themselves in the ark. And so you know what? You may not be a preacher. You may not be a song leader. But together, we, we put ourselves in a place where we go, God, you can use me. God, you can use me to make a difference. And so we believe at One Youth, we're going to be a place where we're releasing animals. Now, we're not going to be releasing. We're not saying you're an animal. Well, we're saying you're someone that has the ability to be fruitful and multiply. You have what we need to see our world change positively. You have what we need. When we live on the rock to go, God, we're not going to let the storm kill us. We're going to put ourselves in a place where we stand, we stand strong, and we make a difference. Who believes for that? And so God, I want to encourage you that releasing animals isn't just a cool theme for a game show. Releasing the animal is a promise that we go, God, that's a promise for our youth ministry. That's a promise for my life that as I commit to coming to youth, as I commit to hearing Jesus speak, when the storms come, because they will come, I'm not going to get crushed. I'm going to stand and I'm going to be fruitful and multiplier and see the world around me change. How good is that? So I'm going to quickly pray and we're going to have a fun night. Everyone ready? To God, right now we pray for a seed of faith to be put within our lives. Help us truly be animals, not in the sense that we stink or that we're hairy or any other bad animal connotation, but for the sake that you want us to be fruitful and multiply. God, I pray that when the storms come, may we hear your voice clearly. May we be built on you that we can say, God, these chains aren't going to break our praise, but our praise are going to break these chains. And help us have friends that sharpen us up to step into all that you have for us. And everyone said, Amen.